welcome to the Solo BG Podcast. In this podcast, we talk about solo and cooperative games. We also bring you news, audio unboxings, Kickstarter updates, and interviews with amazing personalities around the industry. We hope you enjoy this episode. And now, here's your host, Derek Rodriguez. And welcome to another episode of Solo BG Podcast. This is episode 101, the first one of the next 100. And as you listen in the intro, now we have changed. We have changed the intro and we came with some uh, new cool ideas for all of you, my friends, for you, for all of you amazing board gamers over there on the other side of the speaker. And of course, to all of you amazing solo gamers like me. Gen Con. Gen Con is this weekend because we are recording tonight. It's Monday, September the 13th. It's approximately 9.30 p.m. Uh, here in Indianapolis, Indiana, in United States of America. And I'm so excited because in about three days, I'm going to be at 9 a.m. over there, just waiting for the doors to open and to get there into Gen Con. The best four days of gaming at least here in America, I know you guys on the other side of the ocean, you have Essen, and I look forward as well to be at Essen at, at Essen. I'm sorry, at some point in Germany. Uh, who knows if I'm gonna be in Origins? I will try to do my best. Anyway, for these next hundred episodes or probably more, we're gonna change the idea of the podcast just a little bit. We're gonna do like a plot twist here. Uh, you know, before I was dedicating each episode to one single game and I was doing the audio unboxing. I was, uh, you know, uh, t telling you about the art, you know, but as a, in a different sections, let's say I was opening the games and, and give you that section of inside the box just as one section. Um, at the same time, I was telling you about the play, uh, the playthrough, uh, just as everything was divided as a section. Now... Uh, it, it occurred to me, and with this uh, new concept that I'm going to try to implement, well, first the intro, right, which if you recognize that voice, of course, is by Eric Summer. Uh, you uh, know him very well from the Dice Tower. Uh, he recorded this amazing intro for us, and I really appreciate it to Eric uh, and to Tom as well, because now we are officially, since a few episodes ago, uh, part of the Dice Tower Network, uh, you know, so we are very excited. Anyway, as I was telling you, from now on, the episodes, unless we have an interview or, or something special, a Kickstarter preview, uh, or, or something like today's kind of like a Kickstarter preview, that's the weird thing, but in reality, it's not, and I will tell you why. But anyway, how we're going to do it is that we're going to um, divide the uh, each episode into two games, uh, and I'm not going to do sections anymore where I go like inside the box and all the stuff. I'm just going to tell you everything about the game. I'm going to tell you my impressions, a briefly idea how you play, how it plays. Of course, I'm going to tell you about the art. Um, I'm going to tell you about things that, you know, they're appealing to me on the game. Of course, I will still tell you if I recommend the game to you uh, or not, if this game is going to stay in my collection. In uh, some games, we will talk about price, uh, at least here in America or in American dollars. And of course, as a big disclosure, I always tell you uh, if the if the games were sent uh, to me as a review copy or not, because you deserve to know even though it doesn't change my impressions on the game. I know that some people will say like, well, when reviewers get free games, there's certain bias over there. In reality, uh, it's not because, you know, I with 
through this podcast, I've been able to make great friendships with publishers and designers and content creators. So, um, you know, it, it's it's not going to be like that. I mean, I will be completely honest and I will tell you, you know what? This is a game that might work for some audience. For me, let's say just an example, it doesn't work. It's not staying in my collection. But if you are appealing to this type of game, so-and-so, whatever is the case, um, I will tell you as well. And that way you can keep it in mind and you can keep it in your radar. Uh, anyway, um, also, I will be telling you something new. I will be talking about what did we talk a hundred episodes ago. And actually, this is, of course, a very special one. We, our first episode, the episode number one of Solo BG Podcast, was uh, about Pixel Glory. Pixel Glory, it's a game uh, from the extinguished uh, publisher, Safty Games. I think they're extinguished, and I will tell you why. But I bought this game, I think it was on Gen Con 2017. Uh, you know, I was walking through a booth, and I got the first version of Pixel Glory uh, over there. And the designers were there, and I th- I thought it was cool, you know, that they signed it for me and all the stuff, the box. Um, and it was a very basic deck building. Now, once again, as we keep playing games, I'm pretty sure that you will relate with me on this. As we keep playing games, well, uh, of course, we get more mature and we get more, uh, I guess we, we, start, we start to develop a certain filter that we start to apply. Uh, regarding as which games we like, which mechanics we like, which designers we like. And so for, sometimes we tend to be away now from, you know, easy games or gateway games or, or things like that. Anyway, um, back in the day, I, I bought Pixel Glory. I bought myself a small Ultra Pro mat, you know, kind of like the magic ones. Um, and I was very excited in uh, the apartment that I used to live with my wife um, here in Indianapolis, Indiana. You know, we had a very small kitchen table from Costco. And over there, we just moved, by the, by the way, in 2017, uh, it was our first year still in Indianapolis, and we're still, you know, you know, pretty much by ourselves. Uh, and we were just in a small apartment. And here I am in a, in a Costco kitchen table, which doesn't have anything wrong. It just, you know, brings memories. Uh, we I set up the the small play uh, play mat and uh, I actually got on Gencon uh, some uh, you know generic minis I guess like acrylic miniatures very generic and I started to implement some minis to the game because back then I still wanted to play you know like that uh, immersiveness that I sometimes saw on other games that they require minis back then my collection was probably I don't know six games I remember it was Manchester Madness Planets of the Apes uh, First Martians, Robinson Crusoe. Um, what else? What else? I think that, well, of course, um, Pixel Glory. Anyway, basically a deck builder where uh, you have some uh, different types of spells, I believe. It was land, um, it was uh, water, fire, and, and magic, I think it was the other one. And at the at the beginning of the game, you get certain amount of spells or certain amount of, I guess, uh, what do we call like lands, kind of. Uh, on your on your deck, and then you have uh, spells that you can cast with those ones. You're gonna draw five cards, four cards on your turn, very said, and then you're gonna start to play them and try to uh, defeat uh, some bosses. Which the art is in eight bit, and I love eight bit art or pixel art. Um, and you're trying to defeat uh, some bosses in a competitive way because every time that somebody uh, kills a boss, they get the victory points and so on and so forth. Very basic game. Then uh, they released, which I got it on 2018, Pixel Glory Light and Shadow, which it was two expansions, apparently with some pseudo campaign uh, with some envelopes over there, kind of like a legacy uh, 
intended. <laughs> and, um, you know, back then that episode was about 11 minutes because I had an idea. Oh, back then, you know, I got influence, of course, from, from some friends that they got me into the hobby that um, uh, a podcast episode should be like shorter, 10, 15 minutes, and that's it. Uh, and now I got to find out that, you know, I really enjoy listening sometimes to, you know, longer-ish episodes, you know, from other podcasts that I listen that they're not necessarily board game podcasts per se. Uh, or sometimes I just, you know, the games need more time to talk about and discuss them. So back then, anyway, it was 11 minutes. And the intro, if you go and listen to that episode, the intro was um, uh, also uh, Expression Zaratustra, which is the... Um, the main theme of the famous uh, A2001 Space Odyssey, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, so anyway, that was the intro with back then. And my English was even worse than what it is right now. My accent was probably even worse than what it is. But it was 11 minutes. Um, you know, long story short, <laughs> Pixel Glory, uh, it's still my collection. Just because it has... Um, what is, as a symbolic value, you know, it has something that, you know, it was my first Gen Con and this and that. If that was not the case, Pixel Glory wouldn't be in my collection right now. It's not a game that I can recommend at all. I was very young in the hobby. Uh, I, I don't even remember the rating that I give to the game, if I even rate the game. Uh, but don't don't buy it. Don't get it. I mean, if you get it for free, sure, give it a try. But it's it, it's not worth it. Uh, like I said, it just has a uh, you know an attachment value to me, and that's why I keep it. Uh, anyway, fun fun story is that um, you know about three months ago, I decided I decided to bring it to the table just to you know to see how how good it was holding on, which it was very bad. Once again, after you play so many good games, so many deck builders. Actually, I'm planning to try the Power Rangers deck building game. I just got it a few days ago, and I'm finishing it, leaving the cards. But anyway, there's some many amazing uh, deck builder games out there that Pixel Glory. I don't see any space on any collection uh anyway i was i was telling you that i brought it to the table and um you know i set it up and i started playing and i was like well you know what i'm gonna play the cooperative mode with the light and shadow version which basically you play was as a one wizard um, and then um you're just trying to survive and trying to kill the monsters uh i managed it very easily i, I managed it to do it um and then uh you open one envelope you know it tells you the envelope when you survive the dungeon open this envelope and i was like oh man that's cool so as soon as i opened the envelope um there were some hologram cards kind of like promo i guess that was the idea something weird i don't know what the idea was in reality but it was something weird and there was a qr code and i was like oh man this is cool i mean i, I mean <laughs> my expectations were like i'm gonna scan the qr code and it's gonna take me to some website and you know campaign or story or narrative i mean who knows, right? When you see a QR code, you don't know where it's going to take you. And matter of fact, it took me to a hacker website. <laughs> so it took me to a website that uh, it doesn't exist anymore. The publisher is gone. Uh, and, um, you know, right away, of course, my antivirus uh, from my phone told me like, hey, don't go there. Uh, it, it's it's a hacking website and, you know, your um, your info might be at risk and this and that. So I didn't I didn't went anyway. Uh, but Safety Game doesn't exist anymore. So, uh, once again, <laughs> if you are able to get a, a Pixel Glory copy, you know, for free, might as well. If you, if it's one American dollars, two American dollars, and you just want to, you know, try it to, to, to share my thoughts, sure, go for it. 
uh, don't pay more than that, honestly. And that was my first episode. Episode 101, we talk about Pixel Glory. This episode, though, I'm going to talk about two different games. The first game is going to be Relics of Rahi Bahara. Uh, it's a solo companion adventure by Joe Slack, and it's illustrated by Tristan Rosin. Um, this is important because right now this game, as the recording and as this week, it's still on Kickstarter, and it has some cool expansions that I will tell you more about. And the second uh, part of the episode, I'm going to talk to you about the games that I'm looking forward to get on Gen Con. All right. Uh, once again, on a regular episode, I'm going to talk to you about two games. Uh, but in this one, I really want to dedicate the pre-GenCon list that I made of the games that I'm looking forward to try, to play, and potentially to get. Um, and also, I'm going to talk about Relics of Rahi Bahara. And I do hope, and I hope with all my heart, because Joe Slack is a good friend, uh, that in 100 episodes more, uh, Relics of Rahi Bahara is still going to be... Uh, holding in there and not like Pixel Glory, that it's a shame <laughs> that I just keep it just for I don't I don't even know why I keep it. Probably because the space is so minimum. I I should give it away <laughs> anyway. Um, here is uh, the first episode of the episode. Let's start with Relics of Rahi Bahara. Okay, so now and now we are in the first episode. On the first episode, on the first uh, game of the episode, and this is Relics of Rahi Bahara. Once again, this is a solo campaign adventure by Joe Slack, and it's illustrated by Tristan Rosin. It's published by Crazy. What is it called? Crazy Like a Box Games. I don't know if this is a publisher just by uh, by Joe Slack or or if this is an actual you know independent publisher. But anyway. Um, this is the the game. The box, you know, pretty decent size, you know, like very standardish. I even think that it's smaller, probably ten by ten or something. But it's a good size. Um, it's it's only a one player game though, so keep that in mind because of course you're in solo BG podcast, so we care about solo games. It's a one player game. It is uh, each adventure will take you. Uh, or each floor, that per se, is going to take you 15 to 60 minutes. Uh, that's what it says on the box, and I will tell you if I relate or not. Uh, 15 minutes per adventure, and it's recommended for 14 year old or more, uh, you know, as a, far, as a part of the age, I said as a fart, sorry, <laughs> as a part of the age that they recommend for the games. What is going on in Relics of Rahibahara? Well, you discover an ancient palace filled with treasures, but you are not the first to arrive. Your arch nemesis, 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 like my holy grail, your arch nemesis has beaten you there, bent on power and with thoughts of world domination. You must stop him before it's too late and maybe collect some of those treasures along the way. Relics of Rahibahara is a solo campaign style game and replayable solo game. Make your way through 50 levels of puzzling adventure spread out over five floors. Each floor introduces a new challenge and each level is harder than the last. Once you reach your nemesis, 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 like my holy grail, <laughs> you know, nemesis by Welcome Real, my favorite game ever, by the way, anyway, and put end to his devious plot, you unlock a new world that will allow you to play an infinite number of solo adventures. You'll even have the opportunity to create your own levels. Are you up for the challenge? And that's what the box tell you, uh, you know, from uh, Relics of Rahibahara. Then as soon as you open the box, um, it's interesting because you're going to have the rule book. And I'm trying to open it here while I have it on my table. Uh, you're going to have the rule book. And 
This is a, a hard one to, you know, review or to tell you uh, because I don't want to spoil you because this is an adventure that you don't want to get spoiled. Now, the good thing is that usually that spoil uh, will work better on a video. Uh, anyway, I won't tell you what, you've, what you're going to find in each level, but uh, since it's audio, I guess I can tell you a little bit of what's going on. All right, first thing you're going to get is the rule book. Then you're going to get some cool boxes, which are five different levels. Now, this is the, um, the base game, all right? Uh, it also, if you go to the Kickstarter website right now and looks for Relics of Raji Bahara, once again, I'm going to spell for you because I might say it uh, the wrong way, but Raji Bahara is R-A-J-A-V-I-H-A-R-A, Relics of Raji Bahara or Raji Bahara. Um, Basically, you're going to be exploring two levels. I was saying that if you go to the Kickstarter campaign right now, you will see that there's some stretch goals and expansions and cool stuff. Uh, but I will try not to spoil you once again. I'm going to talk, talk to you about the base game. You're going to find five different levels, five different boxes. And they're big boxes. And for example, I'm moving right now a box. And in that way, this, that was level number five, by the way. Level number three, let's see. More stuff there. So every every level, you're going to be uncovering, you know, different things, different uh, obstacles, different treasures. Who knows? Different villains, maybe. Probably your arch nemesis is not the only one that is messing you around there. You're also going to get a final envelope, the level X, right? Or level 10, whatever you want to call it. But this is like, I, I like to call it level X. It's like the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, this level X, it's an envelope, big, very thick envelope that it will bring you a lot of adventures. Um, you also get two meeples, the arch nemesis, 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 like my holy grail. And you also get uh, two uh, gems that you're going to be using for treasures. Then you're going to get the main board, which the main board is one, two, three, four, five. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's going to be uh, eight uh, rows of five squares each is going to be like a temple art. And then as you are playing, you're going to be trying to accomplish and to overcome different puzzles that with the, them the theme or thematic that you're kind of like, um, uh, like a Tomb Raider kind of an Indiana Jones uh, character that you're trying to, or like Uncharted, you know, I love the, those video games, Uncharted, kind of like those kinds of characters that once again, you're trying to, to uh, you know, to uncover the treasures and make sure that you, uh, uh, you know, avoid the world domination from your arch nemesis. Um, so then there you go, you have the board and the first thing you're going to do is you're going to have level one and you're going to start to set up the game accordingly because every well i will tell you i won't tell you every i will tell you what it comes in the first on the on the main box or the first level in that way it's not too much a spoil i guess you're going to have some boxes that they will be representing the obstacles and then you're going to have big cards that those big cards are representing each level of that or each adventure from that level one uh, adventure um as you are playing uh, you're going to do the setup where you're going to place different boxes in different ways, different shapes, trying to rescue some treasures, so on and so forth. For example, uh, for the first adventure, it gives you a little bit of narrative, you know. Um, it says, you are adventurer and truth seeker Virginia Rivers. Uh, you just discovered the ancient palace of Rajivahara, known for its legendary treasures. Of course, if you find them, 
you'll take them to a museum where they'll properly care for, where they'll be properly cared for and not even think of keeping any for yourself. But you're not the only one who has discovered the palace. Your nemesis, 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 Professor Montalo has beaten you there. Only he wants more than treasure. He wants to summon the spirits of Rahibahara and take over the world. Um, so the, the, what you're going to do in the first uh, level, I guess, just to give you an idea, you're going to set up some boxes in different levels, like one box, and then the second level will be one box on top of the other one, and then the third level will be, of course, three boxes. And on top of the, th the third, uh, the column with the three boxes, you're going to place one gem. Now, on your turn, you can move any any direction as long as it's uh, orthogonally except diagonally, um, and you will be able um, to move and, and to climb. Now, the, the gimmick here is that in order to climb, you can only climb one level. You can climb into on top of a box, from level one, then once you're on level one, then you can jump into a level two. Uh, and you have to be adjacent to a level three if you want to jump there. So the gimmick will be pushing those uh, boxes around in that way they can be adjacent to each other and then start to climb until you reach that gem in that way you can collect it. Um, there will be some uh, uh, levels where you have to defeat the the nemesis, you know, and he will have some clever uh, gimmicks where you have to throw uh, boxes on him. I don't want to spoil it too much, but that's basically the idea, and that way you can get a, a big overview. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the some levels of The Legend of Zelda where uh, you are in certain dungeons and you have to move certain stones around, but they can only be pushed and not be pulled. Um, and then if you put them against the wall, well, that's it, you lost the dungeon, and then you have to come out and come back. Same thing here. Like, if at some point you mess it up, well, you have to restart the level. And it's a strictly a puzzly game. That's what it is. Now, does that mean that it's a bad game? Not at all, actually. And now we're going to go in a little bit on on review, I guess, on the, on the, on the game. Actually, for Relics of Rajivahara... Um, you know, I was a little bit, um, I wanted to try it, but at the same time, I was like, well, I don't know if this will be a game for me, because it's puzzling. And you know, as a solo gamer, I do um, I do really enjoy uh, the narrative, the immersiveness on a game, uh, you know, the adventures, um, the campaign, you know, that stuff, and to put my music in the background and let myself go into a very immersive adventure. Relics of Rejivahara. Uh, it's actually just a puzzle game. But that doesn't mean that it's a, a bad game. I actually, I'm going to tell you right now and we're going to jump into reviews. Um, I actually enjoyed the game. Uh, I, there were some very challenging, um, you know, uh, puzzles. Puzzles, I'm sorry. And, and, and I found it, for some reason, thematic. I mean, I thought that the theme here was like, yeah, whatever. But it is thematic. I mean, it, it makes sense what you're doing and trying to to find the gems and trying to climb. And I can definitely see this game, uh, you know, getting more expansions and more levels. And and, and I can see Joe, um, you know, making more campaigns of the game. I mean, just on this box, you get plenty. Uh, you know, the different levels will take you, like each level will take you like around 10 adventures. So if you take that in consideration, you will have like uh, 50 adventures kind of plus the X envelope. So there's a lot of replayability value. It's a very portable game that you can take anywhere and play. Uh, the setup is right away super easy. The, uh, as far as the time, like I mentioned on the box, each adventure indeed will take, I would say probably the easy ones, like five to seven minutes per adventure. But for some ones, you can be stuck like 30 minutes. 
uh, or, 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 or probably less, you know. Um, and, and, and a fun thing that I found on the game is that, of course, it's recommended for one player. But, I mean, you can play it cooperatively, you know. I, I can definitely see a couple just trying to to rush through the uh, through the through the adventures and trying to figure it out what is the best strategy and, and 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 you know try to accomplish because once again the other thing that I was worried about is like okay well if you lose you start you start over and I'm, and you know me that you know I like to I like to get like that feeling like no if you die you die and you know it's, I like it immersive I like it thematic but here is different because even if okay let's start over you're facing the same trouble, and it's like, dang it, okay, um, let's do it this way, and then, oh, it doesn't work, oh, darn it, let's do it the other way, so it, it's a pretty, you know, cool and attractive way, an attractive idea, once again, I'm not a puzzling uh, board gamer at all, and indeed, this game was appealing to me, it was indeed, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward once again for the expansions, I know uh, you will encounter. I don't want to spoil it too much, and this is hard because I cannot tell you what are you gonna what are you gonna find on the other levels. But you're gonna find some crazy stuff, uh, some crazy different types of obstacles, some surprises that you will be like, "Oh my god!" Like now, this? Are you kidding me? So uh, it's a pretty cool idea and pretty neat idea. And once again, I can see this growing and getting expanded and and going into something bigger. Uh, which at the same time, I hope it doesn't in a way that I just hope that the game stays streamlined like it is and just with more adventures and, and, and more campaigns and so on and so forth. And I'm pretty sure Joe can create like another story, a little narrative of uh, instead of being Virginia now, it's another character uh, and you're trying to achieve certain things. Um, it kind of reminds me as well. This uh, game really reminds me of the Prince of Persia uh, games, you know. And um, yeah, that's Relics of Rahibahara. Another thing that I actually like was, which is crazy in this game, but was the <laughs> the art. Because the art, um, you know, you can tell I me mean, the artifacts and everything, the obstacles are very simple. But the art on the rule book, the little drawing, the, the cover, it's, it's nice as well. And it kind of invites you to that theme of exploration. But once again... Um, the tricky part is that you can you can think that it's uh, you know adventure because it really tells you a solo campaign adventure by Joe Slack uh, and in reality yes it's a solo game yes it brings a campaign but the adventure is equal to puzzle just I just want to make that super clear because uh, once again like I mentioned before if if puzzling uh, or if puzzle is not the type of game that you enjoy I don't know. If you're going to be ended up enjoying this one. As for me, you know me, amazing listener. You know me, my friend. That I like thematic, immersive, adventure, campaign games. I was surprised of how much I enjoy this one. And, and, and once again, with my wife, we were playing with some levels. And we were both trying to decide. And I can definitely see this game working pretty well for couples. Honestly, honestly. Like a cooperative game for you know, for, for a couple, uh, and just, um, you know, trying to figure out the puzzles. And, and at the end, when you solve those uh, very hard um, levels or adventures, it's a very uh, rewarding satisfaction, I guess, where where you actually were able to accomplish uh, that that level or adventure or, or at the end, the campaign, right? Also, the satisfaction of opening boxes and opening the envelope at the end and discovering all those surprises that I don't want to spoil you. But that the little is gonna be 
something very uh, enjoyable and it's something very attractive from the game i think that it's also a plus because uh once again uh we we like that right we like to be surprised we like to um, go into that legacy kind of adventure-ish uh way of gaming and and definitely this game it, it offers it and it's something that you will find uh here as far as my rating for the game and going through uh, 0 through 5, where 5 is an excellent, outstanding game, and 0 it's a game that I don't want to even waste in energy on burning it. Uh, <coughs> uh, I'm talking to you, Pixel Glory. <laughs> That's why I was coughing. Um, anyway, this uh, Relics of Reggie Bahara, for me, will be a strong 3.8. Like, almost, almost at 4. Why? Because why is not a four? Because once again, it's it, 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 it's not my type of games. I mean, I definitely think that if I want to keep a puzzling game, this will be it. This will be my solo puzzling game that I would like to come over and over. But it's not my my um, my my cup of tea per se. But once again, the interesting thing is that I still believe that that's a very high rating because. Even though that I'm not a person of puzzling games, this game attracts me enough to keep playing it, to keep uh, following the adventure, and to keep wanting more. To the matter of the way, or to the matter of fact, that now, I mean, I'm looking at the Kickstarter page, and I'm trying to see, uh, you know, to get the game in that way, I can get the, the stretch goals and all that stuff, because I think it's a game that, once again, it will stay in my collection, and I'm sure... I'm sure as as I, as I share this adventure with some other friends, as I show them the game, and as I get more expansions, this game will reach out to the solid four. And once again, 3.8, I think it's a great rating. I mean, it's it's kind of like um, if you compare it to the, of course, I'm not trying to steal anything, but if you compare it to versus, uh, you know, where the Dice Tower uh, great guys, they do their reviews on videos and they give their seal of approval. I think this is a seal of approval for me. It's a, it's in, in the same way, right? Like equivalent, a 3.8. I think it's it's a very well-approved game that, once again, it will stay in my collection. And there you go. I highly recommend to you to go and check it out the Kickstarter page. Once again, Relics of Rahi Bahara. Uh, and believe me, this is not like an advertise or anything like that. I'm not getting paid to do this one. I'm just telling you that if you like puzzling games, this is going to be very high for you. Uh, if I would be a puzzling player, this would be a 4.5 probably or more. Um, so there you go. Check it out. And now, instead of going to the second game of the episode, let's go into my list for Gen Con 2021. Okay, so now is the time that I'm going to tell you about my most uh, anticipated games for Gen Con 2021, which is crazy, it's three days from now. I only made a list of three games, actually. Um, and I have the I have the names of the games, I have the years that they were released, um, I have the publishers of some of them, I have the current prices as well, uh, because I really want to go and compare prices. Now, I'm up for supporting, of course, the publishers, especially after these uh, tough years, but if, for example, if a game is $300 on Gen Con, and then I found it online, uh, which I'm not going to give you advertised to which store I'm looking for, but if I found it online, like $200 less, well, of course, I mean, 
you, you get the idea, right? But anyway, uh, in that way, you can check out these games. You know, if this is something that you you know you you kind of have listening been listening to the show in the previous episodes, and you kind of relate to my taste of gaming, well, this is some games that at the same time you can check them out. Now, if you're gonna be on Gen Con and you happen to listen to this episode on your way to Gen Con, uh, you know, before you get to Gen Con. Please, 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 if you see me around there, I might be wearing a Solo BG podcast shirt or some of my friends. Some of my friends will have a Solo BG podcast shirt. Or if you happen to listen to my voice or something, please say hi because I will be very happy, you know, at least to, to, to chat with you. And who knows, maybe we can play some games. Also, I want to mention that during Gen Con, I'm going to be streaming. Uh, I'm going to be doing some streamers here and there. I, I have some interviews that I have already scheduled. Uh, and I will be uh, sharing with you what I'm playing, some of the tables. This definitely will be a unique game, a unique Gen Con after the the pandemic, of course, or during the pandemic, better say. So still take precautions, you know, get fully vaccinated, wearing masks, um, getting a social distance, hand sanitizers, washing hands, and all the stuff. But uh, I'm gonna be streaming and taking pictures and sharing with you in social media. Which, by the way, if you haven't uh, follow uh, me there, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Solo BG Podcast. Just like that, Solo BG podcast um because i will be streaming i will be sharing pictures i even might be you know at, at the end of the jenkin talking to you and tell, telling you and showing you which games i bought uh so there you go let's start with my list for jenkin 2021 the first game that i have on my list it's on the rocks um i have it uh i had it on my wish list since a few months ago this game was released in 2021 it's going to be on Gen Con, and so far, it has very nice reviews. Um, so, on the rocks, you're trying to make uh, your own cocktails, your own drinks, uh, you know, sort of like a bartender. It seems like very fun. Uh, the aesthetics of the games look fun. The components of the games look very fun. Uh, I believe there's a solo mode. Um, I, don't remember if, I don't remember if it's official or fan-made, but I'm really looking forward to try this game uh, on Gen Con, and um, potentially getting a copy right uh currently online once again i'm not going to tell you which site but currently online you can find it uh, around 51 and uh, 51 dollars and 83 cents this is american dollars um you can find it there but once again i'm going to share some pictures well while i see her and while i see the game in Django, and i might end up getting a copy and like i said i will be sharing with you which games i ended up buying from GenCon. the next game is a oldish game that it came out now with a re-implementation. And it's a theme that I love because I love horror movies, especially the slasher movies. Um, and uh, I'm talking about Last Friday. Last Friday was a game that I have here that it was released uh, in 2016. But now it has a second version, which is re-implemented. It's a two to, two to four, two to five players. Uh, it's supposed to fix some of the issues with the rules. I believe, don't quote me on this, that the first version was three players minimum. This is two players minimum. And basically, it's the Friday 13 board game. That's what it is. Uh, so I'm looking, I think it's a hidden movement game. I'm looking forward to try it first because I honestly like this game just for the theme. I'm looking forward to try it uh, and, and see what I what I get from the game. For example, another game that I can kind of, it wrap, wraps around my mind that it could be similar, which probably it's not, but just the theme as lead, at least is Monster Slaughter by Encama Games. That's a game that is two to five players that I love the theme. I love the components. I ended up getting it um, a couple of Jenkins ago, and I love it. It's, it's just too sad that I cannot play it solo, but it's a great game. And last Friday, I hope it really uh, lives up to my expectations. In that way, I can end, the, I can end it up with a copy to myself. Uh, another game 
that is made by Capstone Games that is was released on 2021. It's Savannah Park. And to my understanding, this is an area control game where you're trying to, you know, um, you know, dominate, I guess, the, the savannah, make your own park and, you know, have your animals there, your vegetation. In that way, you can make victory points and at the end win the game. This is from Capstone Games. Once again, I'm looking forward to play it. It was a game that it was released on 2021. So, so far from these three games, last Friday was 2016. The other two are 21. The other one is from the beer uh, or the beer, uh, the publisher. Uh, they're based in Spain. And it's Luna Capital. Luna Capital, it gives me the feeling that it will be kind of like a space park from Key Masters game and designed by Henry Audubon. Um, Luna Capital is trying to, you know, conquer the moon, basically. Trying to terraform the moon, kind of like terraforming Mars, but now it's the moon. The components look amazing. I don't know anything else about the game, but it's another game that I really want to try, that I really want to take some pictures, share it with you, and maybe end it up with a copy as well. The only one... It's my show, an Orkney saga. It was released in 2021. And it's uh, it's published by Dragon Dragon Dawn Productions. Uh, this is a, a, a game that you can play solo as well. It has a campaign. Uh, it seems like it's immersive. It seems like it's thematic. So we will give it a try. Another party game that I want to get. And this is weird, a party game. But, you know, the theme. The theme, once again, my friends, is what really appeals to me. Um, it's Rorschach. Rorschach, yes, you listen right. Rorschach, like the Watchman, and it actually has that art on the box, like the mask of Rorschach. Uh, I love to say Rorschach. Why not Rorschach? <laughs> it's released. It, it was uh, published in 2021. It's uh, published by Capstone Games uh, as well, just like Savannah Park. And it's a three to six players, I believe, where you were basically going to be uh, revealing different. Rorschachs or, or images where the, the other opponents or team are going to try to, you know, guess what that image is. So kind of like, a, you know, where the psychiatrists on the movies bring those uh, weird drawings and what do you see? And you, oh, I see a butterfly. Oh, I see this. Oh, I see that. Well, the same concept here. I'm looking forward to try it. It seems fun. The idea sounds fun. So I will give it a try. Detective Nightmare in the Mirror. This is a solo game kind of like a, a solo adventure campaign-ish uh, where you are a deck detective <laughs> with a deck of cards and you're trying to decipher the Nightmare in the Mirror case. And it's published by D.V. Gyochi or Gaiochi. Uh, and it was published once again on 2021. By the way, Rorschach, you can find it online for $29.95. And the deck detective, you can find it right now online for $14.90. And last Friday was $37.49. Currently, those are the prices online. Let's see which prices I can get on, on, on Jankon. Now, once again, for example, if Friday I found it for $50, I mean, I'm willing to pay those $13 extra just because we have to support the publishers on this difficult year. In that way, they can do well and our hobby can keep growing as it is right now, right? The other one is Merchants of the Dark Road. This is published by Elf Creek Games. As well, released in 2021. And this is a worker placement uh, game where, of course, you're trying to go into the dark road and uh, trying to get the resources and get victory points. That's all I know about the game. The thing looks, the theme looks very cool. The box looks very cool. This is Merchants of the Dark Road. Another one that was a very successful game that I know I might end up liking it's a game that is based in an Australian post-apocalyptic adventure. And I'm talking about West, Waste Nights Second Edition, published by Galacta Games, uh, which are the same publishers, at least, that I have on my version of uh, This War of Mine. 
And I'm looking forward uh, to this kind of like a Welcome Realms feeling-ish game, Waste Nights, currently online. I found it on $349. I hope that's not the case for Gen Con. But that's a game that I know is going to be epic, that is going to be immersive, that is going to be post-apocalyptic. Man, you're just filling up my cup of tea. <laughs> it was released in 2021, and I'm looking forward to try it and to bring a copy with me to my game room. Why not? The other one, it's Vivid Memories. Very different game. Now we're going to a light game, more like a, once again, competitive, relaxing, kind of like a holy, the Festival of Colors games, which actually is the same publisher. Um, from Floodgate Games, it was released in 2021. Uh, I'm looking forward to try it, to give it a try, to play with my wife, demo it with my wife to see this is a game that we can fit in our gaming library. Any game that my wife likes, I will get it. I will tell you that because we have to take advantage. I don't, I don't care if it's cupcake battle. I don't care. We have to take advantage of uh, gaming, right, with uh, the significant other. Um, the other one, another big, big, big game uh, published by Aris and Hobbity.eu or Europe. Uh, is 303 Squadron. It was released in 2021. This is a game that I'm very interested to to check it out because it's supposed to be a war-ish kind of thematic game. So you have some... But everything happens on the air. 303. I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's the name of one of the... One of the one of the ships, you know, one of the of the of the planes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to give it a try. Another big one that I believe is a deck building. Don't quote me on this because actually this one I like the box and I just put it on my list. Is uh, by Ludus Magnus, Black Rose Wars Inferno. Uh, right now online, it's supposed to be in stock very soon. It's going to be in sixty nine eighty three. Uh, dollars American dollars. So that's another one that I really want to try. See what is all this about, and then. Bring it home. Mini Rogue, that was a successful solitary Kickstarter as well. Uh, it's uh, published by Nuts Publishing. You know, I posted on Fa- I saw a post on Facebook on Mini Rogue and the expansion. It's kind of like a one-deck dungeon type of ish game. And people are, are very excited about this game, and I'm excited as well. And I'm really looking forward to get a copy and hopefully bring a copy with me to 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 my gaming room once again this is mini rogue uh the other one it's mine mgmt the psychic espionage it was released in 2021 and it's published by off the page game this is like a hidden movement game which also has official solo variant uh it's based on the comics of the mind mgmt i have never read it they say the art is great they say that it's like the comics I have never read the comics. I just found the game very attractive and I'm looking forward to demo it and to see what happened. The other one that you cannot play solo that it came out last year is Wild Space from Pandasaurus Game. Of course, Pandasaurus, they always release uh, very fun, cute games. And I'm looking forward to see uh, these uh, fluffy animals, you know, going into wild space and, 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 and going into adventures. And on the box, you have a nice, uh, cool bear that is looking to the sky and i really want to be that character if possible so uh wild space that's another game from pandasaurus uh 1941 race to moscow um released in 2021 by phalanx games that's all i know about the game trains thematic kind of like a, a france frost punk atmosphere we'll see we'll see what we think another one that i'm sure it will be a good game, and I'm looking forward to try. It's Rocket Men. It was published on 2021 by Martin Wallace, uh, and it's by Phalanx as well, the same publisher as Race to Moscow, 1941 Race to Moscow. Rocket Men, 
why not right it just came to my mind the elton elton john song rocket man and 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 why not i mean i'm looking forward to trying looking forward to play it right now online is 99.90 so um we'll see we'll see how it is another one this is a this is a must-have i think that is going to be caesar sees rome in 20 minutes 2021 by paolo mori by psc games the same guy that made uh, blitzkrieg um, the war game in 20 minutes which is a fantastic solo two-player game caesar sees rome in 20 minutes i'm sure it's gonna be fantastic as well i will get a copy for sure and i will tell you all about it very soon my good friend nicholas cage <laughs> now i want to play also the night cage uh from smirkan louder games I just have seen the board around it, and, and it's very darkish, and, and you know, it's, it's on the cover, there's just a, a hand with a candle, and it seems like, it seems like you're in a cage, I guess, right? It's, it's during the night, I guess, the night cage, who knows? I really want to try it, really want to play it, and, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And finally, from the same creators of Everdo, which is a game that I adore, it's Flourish. It was released in 2021 uh, from Starling Games. It's $59 online right now. I'm looking forward. You lay out your deck of cards, then you have you build some stuff there. It's a beautiful game. Uh, you know, very appealing to the eye. Great for great for 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 couples. Great for uh, gaming groups. Get great for for trips for adventures. So um, there you go. Those are my 20 games that I expect to get. On uh, Gen Con uh, 2021. So that was it. This was, um, you know, episode uh, number 101 uh, from Solo BG Podcast. And, um, you know, I look forward for another 100 episodes. I hope you really enjoy um, this, um, you know, this way of of the show now where I talk, when I'm going to talk about two games in one episode instead of one episode per game. Let me hear your thoughts once again. Please follow us on social media at Solo BG Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, that's a big help. If you can, uh, you know, write a comment there over there and uh, give us a, some review over there as well, it's really helpful. Wherever you listen to, just subscribe and get, leave us a review. That always helps to keep the show growing. Uh, uh, don't forget to get some cool games for our spawn from our sponsor, uh, which is kickstartedgames.com. That's www.kickstartedwithedgames.com, and you will obtain 15% off from your total purchase if you uh, use the code SOLOBG altogether. Uh, 15% off from your total purchase, and if you happen to be in the US. Uh, you will get free shipping with $100 or more. So check them out, uh, kickstartedgames.com once again. And, you know, uh, like like always, just remember, have fun, uh, you know, roll some dice, uh, be thematic, be immersive, and and like always, you know, like 100, 101, ep- 101 episodes before, I will see you through the speaker and at the tabletop and... I will leave you with this. She packed my bags last night pre-flight, zero hour, 9 a.m., and I'm going to be high as a kite by then. Elton John, Rocket Man.